everybody, it's Payday, and you're listening to the Payday Podcast with your host, Samantha Mantra, me. Welcome to 2022, everybody. Happy New Year. This episode, we're going to talk about how you set yourself up for financial stability as we continue in our unruly state of mass chaos. So let's take this thing from the top. My advice is going to differ drastically depending on where you are at financially. So for example, if you're in your make it work chapter or you're back in a make it work chapter, I don't want to give you the same recommendations that I would give to someone who is struggling but has some funds left over to make the blows of life a little bit cushioned. So I'll start with you. Hello, my folks who are in a make it work scenario. What can we do right now to make your life easier and prepare financially for this year as we are still in January? And despite it being halfway through January, it kind of does feel like we've all been at work for a whole month. So what to do? I would recommend taking a really deep breath. And yes, I dare say, go ahead and look back at 2021. How expensive were those years for you? Those were the unprecedented years, right? But here's the really screwed up part. We're officially in precedented times because we have already spent years in a pandemic. And so now we know what years in a pandemic look like. That is our normal now. What was your spend like? What were your expenses? What were the things that just popped up and how much did it cost you? And it's going to hurt to total up those numbers. I'm not going to lie to you. But you need to know what your life costs in the pandemic that we're living in because we're going to need to go ahead and up that salary. There is no sense in you running yourself ragged, working two, three, four, and I recently spoke to someone who was even considering a fifth job. There's no need to do that for yourself. What I need you to do is take six or 12 hours out of your total week, total up a year. How much do you need to live? What jobs are gonna pay you that? And make it that simple. You owe no one anything, except for the people you love and your community. And I say it that way because a lot of people have been staying in low paid jobs as a labor of love to do things that they believe need doing. I see you, my educators, as I say these words, but, Continued financial struggle under stress is not the way forward. And so I want you to look for jobs, starting with your skills, that are going to get you paid a comfortable amount. And you won't know what's comfortable until you can define what is uncomfortable. And what has been uncomfortable is the past two years. So let's make up some numbers together really quickly. Let's say that you totaled up last year, 2021, and you realize that somehow expenditures totaled $44,000, but you make 42. So you went 2K in debt or the money came from somewhere else, or you worked an extra shift or you picked up another job. Remember, these are made up numbers. You have decided you need 50K in order to have some breathing room, to save for retirement again, to build up your emergency fund again, because that's how you survive some of those extra financial survival um, moments in the last two years. Okay, I want you to use smartasset.com and do a paycheck calculator for yourself. Too many people spend times trying to multiply, okay, this month was this much, and then times it by 12, so I would need this much to get through the year. 
I need you to know what your net is. Your net after tax, after healthcare, after retirement, if you're able to contribute, what actually hits your bank account. And smartasset.com, who is not paying me, has a beautiful paycheck calculator. And the paycheck calculator has your location, so you could put in your zip code, and you can get your state and local taxes. So right away, and I find it's usually accurate, accurate within 20 or 50 bucks, you can know that if I make 50K, it will translate to made-up number, 1650 every two weeks. And that will allow me to save at least 300 bucks a month. Go ahead, look at the last year, decide what you want to change. If what you want to change is working multiple jobs, you need to know how much you need to make. You need to calculate that with a paycheck calculator. And then you need to go to the job market, which, by the way, is deeply in your favor. Don't let these employers play in your face. The job market is in the favor of the worker for the first time in decades. Take full advantage of it. Be professional and be unapologetic. So that's my first bit of advice for folks who are in their make it work chapter in life right now. For folks who are stressed but have some funds to kind of buffer these financial wins, wins, the jumps and inflation in the cost of food, the inflation in consumer goods, maybe folks who are feeling a little bit financially hungover from the Christmas season and buying all those gifts between Black Friday and actual Christmas Day. Maybe we went a little bit overboard because we couldn't see people for Christmas, but we wanted to send extra gifts to people that we couldn't see because of the newest wave of COVID. Okay, first things first, I want you to ask yourself, what do you want from this year if we base this year on reality, which means precedented times? This is still going to be a pandemic year. Absolutely. There is no indication right now in any way that it's not going to be a pandemic year, which means we can expect more inflation. We can expect supply issues and we can expect people to get sick because this is a systemic Thing. Our government needs to do something about it. So on a personal level, prepare yourself like it's going to be last year, but you can make it better. That means, one, you build up your emergency fund. Two, you attack your consumer debt in order of the highest interest rate. And the general rule of thumb is you do this because the highest interest rate is what piles up the highest I know that seems self-explanatory, but it always turns a light bulb on in folks' faces whenever I say that to them. And you pay the minimums on the other debts until the highest interest rate debt is done. Because when folks do the all or nothing thing, which is to say that they pay down all debt and they don't save, they're setting themselves up to be back in debt. The biggest indicator on whether or not you are going to be okay financially is your savings rate. If you're not able to save consistently, that's the biggest indicator that you're going back into debt. If you have to stop saving to pay down a card or to pay down an expense, that's an indicator of habit that you're going to go back into debt. And so choose to break those habits if that's part of your current financial story. Make those habits the same as I will walk for 10 minutes in my apartment or I will hop on my little bike that I bought on Amazon. Whatever is going to make the most sense for you. But habit building the exercise of savings. And if you have enough buffer room, automate those savings so you don't have to think about it. Once you are financially able to automate your savings, you absolutely should do it because one of the common things that we're all experiencing as a population is we're exhausted and we can't remember everything. 
So if you have the financial room in your accounts to automate your savings, please automate your savings and please automate your bills. My next group of people, remember, this is all about making your life easier. Speaking of ways to make your life easier, if you're getting ready to start a podcast and you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to get started. It's free. Anchor distributes your podcast for you across multiple platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Their app allows you to edit straight from your phone or computer, and there's no minimum listenership to start earning revenue. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. My next group of people, people who have quite a bit of money left over, and I'm going to arbitrarily define this as somewhere between $500 and $1,000 after emergency savings. They can pay their bills, they have variable expenses, their groceries, they pay for them subscriptions, all of the 20 streaming services. They've bought, I don't know, a massage chair <laughs> in the pandemic. Whatever people who have leftover money, and you're like, I have extra money left over. What do I want to do with this? First thing I want to ask you is what a lot of us have been asking ourselves is what kind of life do you want to live? A lot of folks like to throw in randomly the idea of fire, financial independence, retire early. Well, what would that look like? Uh, if you're interested in financial independence, retiring early, that extra $500, you could be going into a Roth, especially if you have money already saved up, if you have halfway to an emergency fund or even a fully funded emergency fund. A Roth IRA. Set it up. Get you a real fiduciary, which is the only person you should take investment advice from, and have them set up that extra $500 to be on automatic and have that invest because you can't beat time. If you have more money left over, I need you to re-examine your 401ks. Right? We might be leaving this employer, but 401ks can always be packed up and taken with us to the next employer. Are you getting close to maxing your 401k? By the way, you've got to have quite a bit of money to do that. Maxing your 401k, I believe, with the 2020 increase by the IRS is $20,500. So that's an extra gross $20,500 that could be put into play in investing for you. If you're like, retirement isn't my thing, travel is my thing, but COVID has really put a dent in travel. Okay, couple things. One, I've been able to prepaid some of my dream vacations so I can access them whenever COVID either dies down or the wave crashes or we actually get out of this pandemic. You could prepay a lot of stuff and that means that you could actually go for vacations quote unquote for free because past you paid for them six months ago. If you are someone who is paying for other people with your extra money, so if you've been supporting perhaps family members or friends through the very difficult times that we've been living through, you're like, you know, I have extra money, but I've been really trying to care for my community. Okay, how could we care for our community? Well, two things. One, we have to sustain them if we are financially able to. But two, we have to also connect them to resources. So what are you good at and what could you pay for? So if, for example, folks have been out of work and you've been helping to pay for groceries, perhaps we could also pay for somebody to redo their resume because perhaps that person has recovered from COVID or is caring for someone with COVID. Have someone redo their resume so that they have an easier time re-entering the job market when they're ready and recovered to re-enter the job market. Another easy, simple suggestion, headshots. <laughs> 
headshots are expensive, but those are worthy investments depending on where you are in your career or what platforms you use for your career. If you have been one of the stressed and blessed, stressed because this is the years we're living in, but blessed because you're bringing in the dough, I have two suggestions for you. One that I really want to shout out, RIP Medical Debt. It's a charity that you can donate to that will buy other people's medical debt and forgive it for pennies on the dollar. And so if you're like, I'm doing well, although I'm in a pandemic and I miss human contact, I'm financially doing well, my retirement is up every year, my bank accounts are up, my investments are up, my family is safe and well, and I miss people and I want to help other people out. RIP medical debt is, I think, the best thing you could do with your dollars for could because the charity organization buys debt that other people have and forgives it for pennies. And so huge shout out to them. If you have the funds, I want you to consider where they can have impact for folks. So immediate impact, groceries, buying extra essentials for food pantries and shelters, immediate impact on a pop on all of us who depending on our proximity to power and money are having different levels of struggle and i'm not saying that from a place of you should do your part i'm saying it because i know all of us want this to be over and so the best way to do that is consolidated effort across multiple spheres now i promise to talk about overall what are we going to do to financially prepare for this year? And one of the things people forget, regardless of what your income is, is that some months are more expensive than other months. That's simple. But what you spend on your birthday month is not what you spend in a non-birthday month. What you spend during your holiday months, Eid, Christmas, Easter, Rosh Hashanah, what you spend in your holiday months is going to be much higher than a non-holiday month. When you look back at your year, what are the spikes in spending? So for me, it's always going to be my birthday month and Christmas. I'm a huge Christmas person. Those two months, that is not what I spend the rest of the year. And so what I invite you to do is to take your higher expense months and divide those by 12. Would you need to put away, for example, $150, $200 a month to save for the gifts, the presents, the additional food that you purchase in those higher expense months. That way you don't have big blips in your spending, just consistent areas where you were able to put away money and then draw on those funds when you needed the money and then put the money back into those accounts. I also want to talk just briefly about high yield savings accounts. Your bank account, especially if you've suffered from overdrafts at any point in your life, your bank account needs to be a financial product that works for you. And if your bank does not serve you by offering you a high quality product, leave that bank. Go find another bank with a checking and a savings account. And specifically, look for high yield savings accounts. Before the pandemic, which is closing in on three years now, those rates were almost at 2%. Now they're at 0.5, 0.4%. That is still more money even if it's a dollar extra a month, than any standard brick and mortar bank is giving out right now. But I think the exception of one. And so I just want you to take a close look at your daily life and what you want to change in your daily life. And to not keep secrets from yourself. 
Tell yourself the truth about what you want and what needs to change. And then with deep breaths and hopefully lots of hydration, go off and get it. If you're in a position to help others, help others. Look for ways that you have impact. Donate to your food shelters. Donate to RIP medical debt. Donate to pantries. Ask them what they need and buy specifically what they need instead of just showing up with random donations. We got this far and we're going to get further together. Ooh, got a little emotional there. It's been hard, y'all, but just because it's been hard doesn't mean it needs to stay hard. And so as we enter precedented times and we know what to expect, we can make the ground more stable under our feet. I want you to take your time, prepare for this year, take all of January and give yourself some stability again. This is Samantha Mantra signing off. Take care and enjoy the rest of your payday.